Welcome to The Daily Win, giving leaders like you the fuel to win each day. My name is Shay Antunes, and I'm your host. Over the course of our show, we want to provide you, our valuable listeners, with tools and resources that you can take back to your teams. We plan to have a variety of expert guests on to discuss all sorts of topics that are relatable and relevant to your businesses. Our guest this week is Travis Simon. As we discuss in the interview, Travis is the owner and founder of Copper Wire Consulting, where he works with multi-line insurance agents as a business coach and a sales consultant. Travis is one of the brightest and most knowledgeable people I know in the insurance and financial services arena. I have personally worked with him in the past, and I always come away with something that enhanced my development every time I worked with him. With the initial surge of momentum here at the beginning of the year having worn off with many of our teams, I wanted to have Travis on the show to discuss the art of setting appointments. As a former multi-line agent myself, I know that having the ability to meet with our customers face-to-face or even over the phone on a regular basis can give you the leg up on the bigger, more call center-based carriers. Travis is a guru when it comes to setting appointments, and I believe that you will have several valuable tools that you can take back to your teams. We spoke for a a long time, so we're breaking this up into two episodes. And so uh, over the next two weeks, you'll be hearing two episodes with Travis. And so without further ado, here's part one of our interview with Travis Simon. Uh, to the Daily Win, the Today App podcast. I'm your host, Shay Antunes, and I'm very excited to have our special guest with us today. Um, today, we are graced with the presence of Travis Simon, uh, former Northwestern Mutual agent, former FSA with State Farm, and now um, owner and business coach and sales consultant with Copper Wire Consulting. Um, really pumped to have Travis on here on, on the call with us. Travis, how are you today? I'm great, and uh, thanks for thanks for having me, Shay. I was uh, I was thrilled to get the to get the call and the invite. Awesome. Well, you know, we're we're kind of here early in early in the year, and one of the first things that every multi-line agency is trying to do is trying to get in front of more folks, and really trying to get in front of more folks to you know discuss life insurance and uh, retirement planning and disability, all of the different types of policies that multi-line agencies are, are pursuing. And so, you really can't do that effectively without getting in front of the customer and getting some butts in the chair. And so. Um, I wanted to have Travis on because Travis is one of the best people that I know when it comes to just the overall philosophy and just the art of setting appointments. And so, um, Travis, uh, but thank you again for being on here. And so I just wanted to kind of start off with, you know, why, what's the why? Like, why should we want to meet with our customers face to face? So, and I, I'll, I'll preface this by saying that in today's world with the way that things are changing, I don't feel like that it is, um, that it's always necessary to meet face to face, but it's a definite preference to meet face to face. And that, those are some of the reasons I'm going to give you why. Then I'll kind of explain what I mean by the it's it's not that you have to. In fact, with some customers, you'd be better off not pushing them to meet face to face. But here's why I think that you should and that we should strive for it. And just that, and a lot of these are almost a little redundant, but you know, relationships get built faster and deeper face to face. 
because there's because there's human connection. I mean, human connections made faster. Uh, you know, emotion is evoked um, much much easier when you've got somebody eyeball to eyeball. When it comes to purchasing the intangible, especially things like life insurance, disability insurance, those things. I mean, emotion. It, it almost sounds a little cliche, but it's the truth. You know, emotion. Um, you know, emotion buys it. Reality pays for it. Okay. And, uh, and two, here's the other thing as well. We live in this scattered world where our attention is getting pulled in all different types of directions. Gaining somebody's undivided attention or as close to it that is humanly possible is, mm-hmm. is easier face-to-face. And so sure. the whole thing that I was saying about scheduling an appointment over the phone, particularly like if it's a review appointment, or if it's an appointment specifically where we know we're going to go over, over at, you know, over somebody's life insurance program, the thing that I'm coaching people to do is just say, "Hey, we don't mind at all setting and setting a phone appointment. We only ask a couple of things, and those couple of things are um, be somewhere where you can access your computer. So, in other words, not driving, you're not driving down the road. Sure." And as much as possible, we need your undivided attention for this phone appointment for 30 minutes. It's hard to get people's undivided attention these days. So it, it, that's, it, uh, it is. And so my, my hope, though, is that if I can ask for for 30, I might be able to get it for 15. Okay. Right. And so but but if we set this if we set the stage of saying, hey, you know, have some have where you can access your computer, you know, not driving down the road and where I can get your undivided, you know, where I can get your undivided attention for 30 minutes. You know, maybe that's saving a 30 minute drive both ways or in traffic or maybe that's allowing them to be at one of their you know, kids events at school or something like that. And so it's convenience for the customer. But, you know, if I'm having a 30 minute conversation with somebody in traffic, it's just not going to be as productive as it could be and so you know you 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 tend to get what you ask for at least yep. part of it and so if we don't ask for those things you know nine nine times out of ten i'm probably going to get them in traffic driving to their next you know to their next deal i'm going to have you know i'm going to have half the attention on uh, half the attention on me so uh, you know setting a stage for for any appointment is a very very positive thing but especially with those phone appointments saying hey we only ask a couple of things and these are the things that we ask for gotcha so so, so we're, we're really trying to meet the customer where they are more than anything else and trying to be adaptable and be the flexible ones kind of here on our end and not necessarily asking the customers to bend to what we want them to do. Yeah. And, and not, and also not be afraid to, you know, to, to, to go to, to go to them as well. That was one of the things that uh, was a big shocker to me. I mean, it, it, it seems like it's been forever ago now, but I guess it was, man, it was almost, um, 14, 13, 14 years when I, when I, when I started my corporate career at State Farm. And that was one of the things where there was a big cultural shift too, of that, that, that majorly people weren't used to going out to people, but at Northwestern Mutual, that's like mostly all we did. It was a, it was a rarity when we had somebody in our office for an appointment, we were typically going to them. And so, you know, depending on who you're chasing, don't be afraid to go to, don't be afraid to go to them as well. Sure. So you're, uh, that, that's interesting. So, you know, a lot of our listeners, a lot of our users are working with their team and trying sure. to train their team and get their team to be on board with, you know, whatever it is we're wanting them to do. And so how would you go about training a team to set appointments effectively? Uh, <clears throat> so I think it all starts with, I mean, really it all starts with daily habits. 
and having a daily habit of a uh, of an of an appointment setting of an appointment setting goal. And really, that goal needs to be it really needs to be worked out backwards by what type of result that you want by what type of result you want to get. So, for example, uh, I think we've got a segment that we're going to talk about uh, later on, but we might as well just go ahead and hit it now. If, if sure. I'm trying if I'm trying to sell a certain amount of life insurance applications or like I, I like I prefer calling them lives. If I want to sell a certain amount of lives every month, I need to know what kind of activity I need to, to get that job done. And so there's a there's a formula in the in the career life insurance agents world that's uh, that's it's ten three one, and so if for example if I'm trying to sell five lives in a month, I know that I need to have three kept appointments to get that done. Okay. So if I'm still trying to sell one, I'm sorry. If I'm trying to sell one, I need to have three kept appointments. That means okay. I probably need to set five appointments. And that means that I need to have that I need to ask ten people. Those are just the numbers, the way that they that they work out for existing customers or people that you've been referred to or introduced to. So if I'm trying to sell five, I just need to do a little multiplication. If I'm trying to sell five lives, I, that means I need to have fifteen kept appointments. Okay, that's a little less than one a day in your average working month. That means that I need to have twenty-five appointments set. So that's a little more than setting one appointment a day, and that means I need to ask 50 people through the course of the month. But if I break that down on a daily basis, those are very achievable things. You know, if sure. I need to set a little more than one appointment a day, why don't we round up for good measure and just say, hey, my minimum acceptable activity, one of my one of my daily minimal acceptable activities, I've got to set two appointments a day. Wow. You know, it's pretty, pretty simple when you break it down that way. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's one of those, it's simple, but it's not easy. But if you do that over the course of a year, I mean, if you work 240 days over the course of a year, you know, you'll set 480 appointments. Now, if I told you on January 1st, Shay, you've got to set 480, you've got to set 480 appointments, you'll probably look at me in a puddle and say, yep. man, I'll never, no way. No way. But if I say, "Hey Shay, for you to have the success that you want to have this year, you've got to you've got to set two appointments a day." You probably I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. It's like right. that. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Well, that that's pretty simple, and that kind of breaks it down in a, in a, in a way more way more attainable way than you know trying to set four hundred and eighty or five hundred appointments for the year. Yeah. Yeesh. That, yeah. that that makes me when I when I hear that I think how many Saturdays and Sundays am I working if that's the case. But, that's right. Uh, and I'm, and am I going to have a life? And you you just you you do that by I mean you can you can do that with any number. You know if you want to set you know, if you think about it. Hey, if I want to set uh, one of the examples we talked about. If I want to have if I want to have eight life insurance sales. Uh, you know I need to keep twenty four appointments. I need to set forty. I need to you know I need to have eighty asks. And basically, I need to ask somebody for a face-to-face, -face, you know, for a face-to-face -face appointment. And you know, hey, 40 a day—that's basically there's there's 20 working days in most months. That's two a days to get eight life insurance sales. So many times we forgot, we forget that we got to put in the work to get the job done. Absolutely, absolutely. And, so, we and the and the and the trouble the trouble we get into is when is when our when our sales funnel looks like a tube. Sure. <laughs> That's so, that's so okay. true. I've never, I've never heard yeah. it that way. That's fantastic. <laughs> but we expect to put one in and get one out the bottom. One in the top, yeah. one out the bottom. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work that way. You've got to deposit more quarters in the top. It's like the, you know, it's like the claw machine. I love the claw machine. 
man. Okay. But, you know, if you expect to put one quarter in and, and get the one claw machine, now you got to be willing to play that claw machine a bunch of times to get one stuffed animal. I mean, it's just the way that it just the way that it works. That is so, so, so true. Um, so just thinking about it from like, uh, just from like an overall uh, philosophy point of view, um, kind of, can, can you just go over just your, your general philosophy on setting appointments? So, okay. So one, so one of my general philosophies on, on setting appointments is that you, you've got to have a, so you've got to have a kind of a, a plan A and a plan B and a plan C. And one of the, one of my general philosophies is this, is that I always want to give my, I always want to give my prospective customer at least three times, uh, three chances to say yes to a face-to-face appointment. And part of this is mental headspace because you gotta, you, you've got to believe that, hey, if I have an appointment with this person, sorry, I'm going to raise my voice a little bit. If I have an appointment nope. with this person, they're going to be better off than I found them. If I if this person will agree with a face to face appointment to me, I'm going to put them in in a better position than they were prior to you know prior to coming in with me. They're going to get value in some area of their life that's that's that they're going to be better off than I found them. And so part of that is some mental headspace. But I need to be and so I need to be willing to give them three opportunities to say yes. Now when I got into the business, it was hey handle three objections. And that's kind of like, I mean, that's almost a little bit of a negative connotation. It's like, uh, it's like if you, if, if you, if you play golf and you're hitting a shot over the water, if all you mm-hmm. think about is not hitting the shot in the water, you're going to hit the shot in the water most of the time. That's so right. I've got to be thinking about the results. So I want to give somebody an example to, you know, I want to give somebody an opportunity to say yes three times. And so, and, and so leading into that philosophy, one of my philosophies on setting appointments is anytime you're setting appointments, start general, then go specific. And here's, here's what I mean. So uh, always have a specific reason you're calling. Okay. Okay. But have it in your, but have it in your back pocket. Okay. Okay. Because it's, it's much more, it's, it, if you start out specific, for example, if you're saying, Hey, I'm calling you about a conversion opportunity you have on your life insurance policy. If that's nowhere on their radar screen, if they shoot you down, it's hard to go back and say, but oh, wait, but we really need to get together and we need to, you know, we need to, to talk about, you know, the limits of liability on your pile and just do a general review. Right. No, it, it doesn't work that way. So like, here's an example of that script. It's like, hey, Mr. Smith, you know, this is Travis at Shea Antunes office. Uh, hey, did I catch you at a good time? Listen, I'm calling because we're making it a point to have a comprehensive risk, risk assessment with each of our customers at least every other year, and it's your turn. Listen, this will give us a great chance to get caught up on any changes in your world that may merit a change in your insurance. Make sure that you know what's uh, what's new at our agency, and make sure you're spending your insurance dollars wisely. Hey, do mornings or afternoons typically work better? So I've, I've, I've done a couple things in there. I've given them a reason to come in. I've told them, hey, this is going to get a chance for us to get an update on you, see if it merits changes in your, uh, you know, in your insurance. Make sure that you knew, know the new things that are happening with us and make sure that you're spending these dollars as effectively as possible. And I didn't ask, I didn't ask if they wanted to come in. I asked them if mornings or afternoons work better. Yeah. And if they say mornings or afternoons, wow. I've got an appointment. Okay. That's right. Now, if they just say no, I'm not used to doing this, or your the philosophy of your agency it hasn't hasn't revolved around setting appointments, then here's here's my here's my specific part. Okay, and so I may be calling off of a, I may be calling off of a list, you know, for example, and let's say I'm calling off of a you know, say I'm calling off of a list of people that have uh, that that uh, own I mean that have a home insured with us, but they don't have 
uh, they don't have life insurance. And yeah. so, and so what, what I may do from there is I may say, well, Hey, you know, one of the, there was a specific reason I'm calling, you know, we're making a point to call of our customers that, that have, uh, that own homes with us and have a lien on them, but don't have that, but don't have their life insurance with us outside of their employer. Okay. You know, at minimum, we need to get together to discuss that. So you're aware of the options you have and why, you know, a lot of people choose to buy life insurance outside of their employer. I can always go, I can always go specific if that makes sense. That does. That makes complete sense, and that um, that helps the customer understand what's in it for them even more. Yeah. Um, that, that that that's great. Wow. Um, well, that's uh, well that that's fantastic, Travis. Just that uh, that general your general philosophy. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to add on that? You know, my other have a ha, always have a uh, you know have something in your back pocket that's like a universal objection response so there's a guy I give props to Roy Jordan taught me this uh, back in probably two but probably either 1999 or 2000 and Roy was a guy who did a lot of joint work with it Northwestern Mutual and this was the best universal objection that I had and I kind of molded it to the multi-line world after I left Northwestern Mutual but this was a you know just a universal objection response and so it's just hey you know many of our most satisfied customers of said the same thing at one point or another in fact so it doesn't matter what the objection was here they said you know but when they decided to make it a point to review their risk management plans with us periodically they see a ton of value in it because when they leave they feel better prepared and more confident in their planning as you know as their lives change they're more prepared in the event of a claim and you know when they add up all the money they spend on their on their insurance you know car home life insurance disability their health insurance at work you know, many times it's one of their top three household expenses. They like knowing they're spending those dollars as effectively and as efficiently as possible. Hey, we want to give you a time that's convenient for you to do the same thing. Do you have a preference on mornings or afternoons? Mm. I want to, I want to get them. I, what I want to do is I want to logically give them not much of a reason to say no. And this sure. is one of the, th so this is uh, something that, uh, that one of my clients reminded me of here uh, here recently. They uh, <clears throat> so they they read this book that I recommended. It's called Life Insurance in a Nutshell. It's by Howard White. And one of the opening pages of the book, he says he says uh, he says most people spend more time every uh, every year planning their their family vacation than they do their financial futures. <laughs> and and so yeah. she has actually started incorporating that into phone scripts, and she incorporates that into her into a review process with her with her clients. And she said, sits there and shakes her head and says, "Yeah, yeah, I get that." And it like gets them engaged. It gets them engaged immediately. Wow. I am loving this conversation so far. I've taken several pages of notes and I'm excited for part two that will be coming out on February 28th. I hope you've learned something that you can apply to your businesses from this conversation so far. If you're interested in working with Travis, you can email him at travis at copperwireconsulting.com or you can give him a call at 615-202-7202. I'll be sure to include his contact information and a link to sign up for his webinars in the episode description. Thanks again to Travis for joining us today. 
and I'm looking forward to part two of our interview on February 28th. And thank you very much for listening. If you like what you've heard so far, please like and subscribe to our show. We will have new episodes dropping every two weeks, um, hopefully on the 15th and the last business day of each month. And if you do subscribe, you can subscribe from your favorite podcast platform, whether that's Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, or Anchor. And our show will automatically drop in your feed on the release date. Thank you so much for listening, and I wish you a joy-filled day. Thank you.